When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's do this. Welcome, everyone, to episode four. Episode four of the Vibecast, the podcast celebrating the 20-year history. At some point, I got to go to 21, right? I mean, the 20-year history of the Philadelphia band Chico's Vibe. I'm John Parkinson. I'm here with producer Matt Kelly. At this recording date, we're getting ready to roll into the 2021 holiday season. It's fortuitous, Matt, because we have here in front of us the three wise men of Chico's Vibe. Bearing gifts of song I don't know and about why. gifts of song and gold, story, gold Murray and Frankenstein for all of Delco. <laughs> the three wise, the three wise ass yeah. man. <laughs> hey yo, the three wise guys. I don't think it's that star. I don't have to follow that star. I'm gonna follow that star. Get the water. You follow your own star. I'm in a bathroom. I didn't think that was gonna go that way. <laughs> <laughs> Just to give our audience a little bit of a heads up, what we're gonna talk about today on today's podcast we'll talk a little bit at the end about christmas songs we'll do a segment of uh stories from the set list that we usually do on our podcast but as you guys know we we have a special guest coming up for oh. for today's podcast we do who our listeners will will love but who's probably going to spend a lot of time talking about how great he is oh, himself yeah, <laughs> so yeah. so with with that noted i think we need to jump Right into today's podcast uh, to allow time for that. And, and I thought we'd jump right to our first topic, which is sort of a prelude to our special guest. That topic, as our prelude to Rick Anthony, that topic is Chico's Vibe Guest Singers over oh, the years. Uh-huh. So over the years, we've had many, many great oh, singers, yeah. all different varieties of singers, levels of confidence and uh, levels of talent. And uh, reflecting on that, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a fun topic, I think, because th- these singers include people we admire, great performers, wonderful occasions, good friends, and memorable moments. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those memorable moments, you know, come from the performances that weren't so great. So you know, maybe mm-hmm. we can, we can talk about that. But to sort of provide a framework for talking about guest singers, I, I thought we'd try to lay out some categories of guest singers. And one, one person I want to bring up who's dear to the heart of our producer, Matt Kelly, who I wouldn't, I wouldn't call a guest singer. I think she's more a, an yeah. informal member of Chico's Vibe is, is Donna Kelly. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, for those of you who don't know, when, when we need a female singer in some of our gigs, uh, we have a go-to person, and that's uh, Gabby's sister, Donna. Donna, great singer. Kelly. So I'm not calling her a guest. I'm calling Class her of Archbishop <laughs> Carroll, 1979. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we need to do a, sort of a special shout out to, sure. to, to Donna. Yes, absolutely. Um, Fabulous singer. But then in terms of the categories of singers, first category, no particular order, but there's the Sinatra singer. We get Sinatra singers okay. in, in, mm. our, in our band, right? Or crooner types. Oh, right. we have um, some. Good think, ones. I think another category is I'll, I'll call the friend of the bride. Like there's play a lot of the weddings. <laughs> so a lot of times we get, you know, there's lots of subcategories in front oh, of the bride. Yeah. Uncle the bride. Frank. Yes, yes. Uncle Frank and you know, he, he can sing. There's celebrity guest singer, so there's different varieties of what I'll call right. 
celebrities, um, gotcha. uh, you know, sometimes politicians. It just, I'll throw in You're the right. Gephardt family in my mind is a category because there's so many good singers <laughs> yes, that come yes, up. Yes. And along those lines, is, there's the Liney family. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> yep. And then uh, I could have this as the Friends of Dennis because oh. there are times... <laughs> <laughs> you never know when one's going to be called upon <laughs> to, to come up. And the last category I have is just, I got it, the uncategorizable. <laughs> the, 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 the enigma. Yes. The unique, indestru- indescribable singer. There's, there's more than a few That should of probably be the largest yeah. category. Yeah. I like to just say something about donna first yes i remember gabby when we were in the john hoey orchestra he used to bring in this girl named M- michelle harron i didn't no no hoey. no, no. Know. john hoey how did. does gabby get yeah. the blame yeah michelle michelle, michelle harron michelle yeah. harron yes. yes right oh my god and i can't believe it. she was pretty good she was okay yeah. But, you know, and then we would use Donna sometimes. We just lost a podcast listener. <laughs> well, I, re- I remember who Minus Michelle, one she subscription. Anyway. Minus one subscription. I remember Gabby telling John Hoey, if you don't get my sister and use up Michelle hiring again, I'm quitting the band. Whoa. <laughs> I totally don't this, remember Donna's that. fantastic, she, and she's such a beautiful person. She's been playing in the band that we use up with these Eddie Mars, uh, I call them Jesus Jams, oh, yeah. once a month, right? She Wait, brought you do those once a month? I got to get back on Facebook. I didn't even know that. We missed a lot during COVID, of course. But we brought her in. Oh, God. It started out with just me. Then it was me and Doc. Then I think we added Zinni, then a bass player. Then Donna, I, you know, I, I asked Don. I wouldn't ask Gab because I knew he wouldn't do it. I was going to say, I, I, I'm still, at, I'm at home, you know. No, he's, <laughs> we needed a female voice. But I used to be the star of the band. Donna came in and the first night she sang, just like soared way above me. She's the big star now oh, wow. of that band. Everybody wants to come up and meet her at the end. I don't like they it. All, they all come up to me and say, <laughs> She's really good, man. Who is that? I said, that's Donna. I don't like that. I'm like, I don't like that. What about me? There was a meeting I had with the bride and groom, and the night of the meeting, the bride goes, "I want to tell you something. My my uncle is an Elvis impersonator." Oh god! And I said, "Oh, that's cool." She goes, "No." She goes, "It's not. It's not cool." She goes, "I guarantee you, he's going to make a beeline for the mic the day of the wedding." And she goes, if you do anything right by me, you will make sure that he never gets his hands on the mic. <laughs> so I remember I'm telling Chico this. I'm like, we got to watch it out tonight. There's supposed to be this. Blah, blah, blah. We're all we're all prepared. Dance floor is packed. And I could see him in the distance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could see Uncle Elvis, you know, Uncle just Elvis. like. And I'm like, yeah, that's how he's got the burns. He's got, you know, and he turns and he starts going towards the stage. And I slap dennis on the shoulder i'm like here is it coming he's coming come yeah. he's like you know thank you thank you very much he's like starting to work up walk up to the stage mother of the bride stopped him oh, before he even so got great. out there she just goes no no he's like come on it's just gonna do one song i can do you know i can tell you guys no i remember yeah. a, you a remember couple that? other little parts to that before the part you're talking about ed he came up with his friend and tony his- montana yeah, Tony. He's, he's going. Oh, he's great, man. You gotta let him sing. I said, I, you know, we were told nobody's allowed to sing with the band. Yeah, but he's great, man. Everybody'll love him. They want him to sing. I said, well, you know, if you 
It's uh, the bride and the bride's mom and get the okay. But you got to ask her for, oh, no, she'll say, oh, she'll say, yeah. Well, the mom, that's when the mom comes walking up behind him. Uh-huh. Ah. And I'm, I'm looking at the mother like this. and What's going on? He wants to sing. No, absolutely not. You're not singing. You're not. I'm like, thank you, God. My favorite, favorite moment of someone coming up to sing was a wedding that we played. I think it was a Korean wedding. Oh, yeah. And, oh, and the bride. Oh. Downtown club. Was it, yes, yeah, it was yeah, at the yeah, downtown club. club. Oh. And the bride says, my Uncle Joe. It was, I can't remember the exact name, but it was like, like, my Uncle Joe wants to get up and sing, oh, Danny boy. <laughs> so we're like, all right, you know, okay. Well, <laughs> when we call him up, here comes this old Korean guy, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. little, little <laughs> tiny Korean guy comes walking up. And all I'm thinking is, oh, my God, what is this going to sound like? Oh, yeah. Like, what is this going to sound like? Like, all I could picture in my head is like Miyagi's drunk song from Karate Kid. So he comes up and I'm like, all right, uh, you know, do you have a key? Do you want to do it? And I swear to God, out of his mouth, he went, we do a key of C. <laughs> and I go, okay. So I play the intro and he steps up to the mic, this little, you know, little Korean guy. And all of a sudden you hear, oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes. I'm like, oh my God, I'm crying. That was the best. That didn't was he the come best. up after KFC, didn't he say, Randy, begin. 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 Ed does this standing next to me all the time. Randy, begin. We got to throw in. The all-time, all-time guest singer, who's John McKeever. I was going to, uh -huh. I got him in the uncategorizable <laughs> category. Uh, okay, we'll save him then just, for no, that. No, we can well, talk, you, talk about him now. Yeah. He's McKeever. There's no other. Everybody, he even has a theme song. He does. Yeah, McKeever, 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 McKeever. I used to love calling him. He would come out. Every gig we played, every yeah. gig that he could, and we—I love John McKeever. Yes, know. we all do. I would call him up, you know, because he expected to sing every time he came out, and he'd be sitting at the bar. Usually, we would do it third set, so John popped up pretty good by that period, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know. And he's like in his seat at the bar. He's usually at the corner of the bar, and we're gonna bring up John McKeever, ladies and gentlemen, bringing up John McKeever, and we'd start playing the song, and he would still be sitting there drinking his yes! beer. He would wait. He he knows showmanship. People would <laughs> go up and John, you're up, you're up, and they'd lead him up to the stage. Yeah. and then he'd come up. He takes a very Dylan-esque approach. Yes, to Sweet Caroline. Yes. <laughs> the great thing is if you catch him on the break after that, like you said, he's pretty popped up by that point. Oh yeah. He becomes okay. emotional, John. Oh, oh yes. yes. Like, and I just go, we John, love you, John. John, you were on fire tonight. I think this was your best yeah. night I've ever heard it. Well, let me just tell you about. I got to tell you. You guys, <laughs> I mean, you know, my daughter's wedding, both daughters. and I'm like, John, it's, it's, I just, it's all right, John. it's all right, John. Yeah, you know, because, and then he's fine. He's back on track. He's like, yeah, yeah you, you know, Vicky's over there, and she, she's looking, and I, just, you know, big club. <laughs> I just go go pee, Ed. I know that's what you're trying to do. Oh, <laughs> He's the best. Oh, yeah. John McGee. Where it began. Where it began.
knowing? Yeah. <laughs> when I used to, when Doc and I would be playing, and we'll say like the Oakmont Pub, and John's there every night, and we do Sweet Caroline. As soon as the song was done, you were just like, Doc Strong would break into, there's only one. Yes. John <laughs> McKeever. <laughs> now, on the other uncategorizable, I have Sam. Well, we have Liney. Yeah, so yes, he crosses so. categories. Oh, he's got three. <laughs> oh, that a Chico's friend list? uncategorizable. Is there he's a in brown the nerd category? And he's the Sinatra crooner. Me and Gabby discovered him. Well, first, let's make sure everybody understands Liney is Mike, Mike Liney. Liney yes. Mike Liney. Well, he's the only Liney that everybody just calls Liney. Liney. Yeah. But everybody else, we, Billy, Kevin, Kevin you right. know, Megan, everybody has their first name except Liney. So Liney sang... Uh, the prayer of St. Francis. Make me a channel of your peace, but I, I wrote uh, out the no, chart. different than the way. Oh, okay. I wrote out the chart based off of I've got you under my skin. Yeah, so he came out and he's like, make me a channel of your peace. Hey, Mr. Grant, that I would he do. was great. He was great. In, I'd say, the first five, six, seven years of Chico's Vibe, we played a lot of weddings, friends of Mike Liney, he went to high school with and things like that, and they always wanted him to sing the first song. Yeah. Oh, the first dance. Yeah. yeah, And it was always a Sinatra song that they wanted him to sing, whichever right. one it was. Matt Cantwell, who was our bass player at the time, yes. coming up to me after one particular gig where Lonnie sang first dance. He was like, Chico, is he like our designated first dance singer? <laughs> <laughs> like if you go to the, to the, the owner's manual, it's like listed there. Lonnie must do first yeah. dance. <laughs> Me and Dennis were playing a, a duo gig up in the old Main Lion. I forget what yeah. it became after that. Oh my goodness, yeah. And I had gone that day and fixed... I used to have a little monitor speaker and I fixed it. I put new speakers in it, the whole thing. So it was sounding great. Oh, I so I brought, <laughs> so here, Mike, you know, Liney's at the gig. So we get him up and he's singing that's life. So I play the intro and he hits that first note. Hey, that's life. And I look down and my speakers lit up red because there's a light bulb in it when it's overdriving. And then kaboom, blows it out. I said, son of a gun, he blew out my speaker. So let's go to like celebrity guest singers. We've had right. a bar can. Bar can. A little right. bit better than Rick Anthony and Rick. Oh. Oh. And we, had, we had Ed Rendell. Ed Rendell. Oh, Ed my Rendell. God. Uh -huh. Yeah, he was a, a few times, right? Like, yes. Yeah. We had we had Lou Tilly on backup vocal. Oh, oh my boy. God, Lou Tilly. I forgot Lou Tilly. <laughs> yeah, that was at Rose Tree. He just came running up. He went up to the trumpet mic and he yeah. started singing into it. And I think you guys on the side of stage were like, what the hell's going on? Was he actually of... like took over the stage for a while. Yeah, 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 he brings yeah. his daughter on. Yes. He's coming up to me. Let's do one for let's do one for the doctor talking about Pacropus. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking, I don't think she ever sang with us, but I always remember Monica Malpass. But remember? Oh, yeah, she yeah. Sang. yeah. She came up on stage once, but I don't think she sang with no. us. But yeah, I just oh, kind of remember the leather oh. pants. Well, that was the morning. The Channel Six morning crew. <laughs> Channel Six morning crew. Actually, yeah. Played. Right. Bass, drums, and oh, yeah. yeah, and the cowbell. I think Michael Nutter got up on stage with us. Yes. I don't know if he sang. That was at uh, Fred's Footsteps. Wait yes. Yeah. You know who sang? 
Yuki Washington. Yes. Oh, oh my goodness. Yes. yes. My girl. Yeah, he did my girl. Oh. Yeah. Ah, Yuki is great in general. Yeah. yeah. Cool. You know, I think Tommy Conwell sang with us once. He did. Many, many years ago. Yeah. Then there's the singers you call up at the third set of any bar we're in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of the guy who just sang with us. Down at V. He sang always and forever. Oh, that was that was great. That goes in the uncatter, uncategorizable. <laughs> it really does. Oh yeah, I but wish the, we the had great a thing was uh, the great thing was he was he had a I separate. Put that out of my mind. He yeah. had a separate tempo. That <laughs> yes, the band, he did. Oh yeah, and Gabby. And Brian Farr were adding beats because he'd be like, always and forever. It'd be like a 5 4 measure. And then there'd be like, and they were just like, okay, take time to tell. And there was a one guy in the front. Do you remember the guy in the front with the beer that was like listening to it like he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Celine Dion. Or or there (laughs) there was the other wedding when the guy, it was near the end of the night. I remember that. Guy wanted to get up and sing One in a Million. And he sang it a cappella. Oh, jeez. Oh, and, and he was, he sang in five different keys <laughs> and five different tempos. I like tried to play and I said, no, nah, you're on your own. Uh, I was way we ahead. Also had a guy, way ahead of you, Gabby. We yeah. also had a guy who said he left the Commodore. The Commodore's yes, guy. Yes. And he did. Uh, and like, we can't wait. Ooh, yes. <laughs> baby, baby. And we're like, oh. <laughs> we had all kind of guys. Yeah, that guy from the Commodores. Yeah. The Commodores. Uh, <laughs> we like must a say he was not like, actually from the Commodores. <laughs> I mean, like, he's like me and that, he was like, me and that Lionel Richie had differences of opinion. So I went my <laughs> yeah. way. I'm out. I went my way. He went Now his. I'm an accountant. Yeah. <laughs> hey, jumping back into good ones. I can't, I can't remember her name. Who's... She was a bride. She was. A fan. She used to come out and sing um, "Respect." Little John. Oh, Sarah. Yeah, Sarah. Uh, Little John. Yeah. Sada. Okay. Right. Right. Little Wood. She married. Little Wood. Little Wood. Little yes. Wood. Yes. Yeah, she's great. She's R E S B C T. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, because yeah. awesome. What's going on here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just thinking of Overbrook. Oh, we're downstairs. Mary Kate, Mary Kate. (laughs) (laughs) But she never sang. She never sang. She never sang. But that's one where he used to invite. It got to the point where everybody at the party for um, Ives Ives. got a chance to sing with the band. Yes. (laughs) Terry Terry Ives' wife would come up and sing. Yes. And then that little girl. What was the song she always used to sing? Oh, she always wanted to do, smile though your heart is aching. Smile even though it's breaking. It was an Overbrook members party. And this oh, guy nice. comes down, you know, who thought he was like our best friend. He he came down, hey, yeah, yeah, how you guys doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have some guest singers. And I'm like, all right, who do you got? Well, we got blah, blah, blah. He named like five guys. I go, what? Oh, and we, we got five guest singers. Yeah, the two brothers, they do the uh, Soul, Soul Man, Man, you know, just like, just like Belushi and Ackley. Yes. <laughs> and the other guy who I really like, he said he used to see him at work every now and then. But he used to do like an Elvis. Oh, I know who you're talking about. And a Joe Cocker. Yeah. Oh, no. no. But that guy that came downstairs, and I forget his name, I said, well, how many songs, you know, these guys want to do? Oh, several. <laughs> oh, my God, boy, this is great. And so, you know, 
We went up. They did Tom Petty. They did the Soul Brothers. They did Elvis. They did this and that. Matt Gallagher comes up to me in the middle of the whole fiasco, and he goes, I guess you lost control of the crowd again, didn't you? <laughs> 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 oh, my goodness. Oh. And we had the other guy that would like, love to sing Feeling All Right and whatever Joe oh, Cocker yes. song. He would put the tie-dye shirt on when yes, he did he would. Joe Cocker. <laughs> he brought it to the yes, wedding. Yes, he did. <laughs> Because you would right. be like, I don't know if I could do it today, guys. And then you like whip the shirt out. Oh, I guess I'll do it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to go to our. Uh, yes. The man who might be might be our number one guest. Oh, so our, our guest for today's podcast. Man. They named a TV show after this guy. The voice. That's, that's, <laughs> that's right. Right. But I do have to say, his wife said we were only allowed to ask him yes or no questions. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> to keep him limited. Uh, and nothing about Sinatra. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you can't talk about Sinatra. We can do right. Tony Bennett. Well, Tony Bennett's cool. He's a close personal friend of Tony yes, Bennett. Yes, he is. Yes, yeah, yes, we can talk is. Michael Barkan. <laughs> but uh, our special guest on today's podcast is uh, somebody who has sang with... Chico's vibe many times and, and oftentimes gets requested, I think, by married couples and parties. Uh, oh, one, yeah. Rick Anthony. There yeah. he is, folks. The voice. Uh, one yes. Of, maybe hold on, hold on, hold on. One hold of the on. best. Red, red eight, black nine. Okay. So. What? <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Rick? What a thrill it is for you to have me here. I, it's just exciting as hell. <laughs> okay, that's great, Rick. Let's All move right, on. All right, so moving on. on uh... Moving on to songs from the set list. No, <laughs> you know, you know but Rick, um, before we jump into you know, letting you talk about yourself, <laughs> but before we do that, I thought some of our podcast listeners oh, yeah. may not have heard you. So um, we dug up a... Um, Impossible. This is actually Chico's Vibe live, yes. right? At a, yeah, at yeah, a park concert a park. during Summer Wind. So, so Matt, go ahead. Summer wind came out blowing. That's not me. What are you doing? That's phenomenal. It breaks tears in your eyes. No, Rick, 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 if you're, if you're, in Rick's defense, he had a cold that night. <laughs> you know, it was thrown. I, ha I had a lobotomy. I had a. <laughs> he had just gotten out of back surgery. Yes, literally yes. an hour before. You know what yeah. it is? You're, lis you're listening to it over a 2G network. That's right. So it yeah. sounds a lot different. So that's what it sounds yeah. like. No, but no, of course, we're, just, we're just kidding. That's yeah, not Rick. Just... That was the, that's one of uh, that ties in with the whole guest singer thing. A lot of times, people we never know who when somebody wants to sing with us. Yeah. Big how controversy it's turn out. to it. Yeah. Remember back and forth with the oh, girl. Oh, I do, yeah. I do. So but, that one didn't turn out too well. Yeah, but Rick, um, kick him off. I, I thought maybe we'd talk about it. It goes back to our hoey days. Yes. Yeah. How did we first become aware? Of I Rick, know he's Rick not going to know. He's got to know. He's not going to know. I am going to know. Right, well, let me hear. It was at Whitford Country Club. Wow. So far, you're correct. All right, let the when, man uh, speak for God's sakes. <laughs> you guys are all with Hoey, and it was our member guest. Uh, banquet, uh, and you guys were just jamming like there's no no tomorrow. I had not sung in a band pretty much since 1984, and I missed it. I'd really? sing in the locker room, sing in the And so some of my friends started pestering John Hoey 
to let me sing. And this went on for like an hour and a half. Ah. So finally, during a break, John came up to me and he said, you know, we have it in our contract. Yes. No, no Uncle Charlie's. <laughs> so, and I, I said, I, I respect that. I do. And he said, can you sing? And my wife, believe it or not, Robin said, oh, he can sing. <laughs> so John said, well, if I bring you up, what song would you do? And I said, uh, I don't know. How about where or when? Sinatra at the Sands. He goes, okay. I got up there and I started jamming with you guys. And I think seven songs later, I sat down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember and, uh, after about the first four or five lines that you sang, I just looked over and I said, you got every Sinatra song in our book. Do them all, man. You sound fantastic. So at, at that time, you guys were making decisions about your future. And maybe two weeks later, John called me and said, would you be interested in doing this more on a regular basis? And I talked to Robin. You know, we had four kids. I had a 70-hour-a-week job, but I really missed singing. And um, I had sung with the Allen Lee Orchestra in Atlantic City. I had had some really neat success with it, meeting Sinatra, duetting with Tony Bennett. All right, here we go. And some other things. But And she encouraged me, believe it or not. She encouraged me. That, that was the Robin from 20 years ago. The Robin today is like, all right, sit down, shut up. <laughs> but I had a lot of fun with it. I didn't enjoy doing the weddings. I saw some things that I thought I would never see. We we did a gig with John at Zanzibar Blue, and it was fabulous. It, it was packed. Crowd was loving it. I think there are Walked still up. pictures of that on the Holy website. Yes, there are. Yeah, <laughs> there are. There are. And I walked off the stage, and this guy... You know I'm a pretty big guy, right? I, you know, he, this guy had a hand bigger than mine. He grabbed me by my forearm. It went around my forearm, and he says, "You guys are going to sing my son's christening." <laughs> so okay, uh -oh. and he had the Mr. T starter kit. You know, the shirt was open. He's of course he's, he's sitting there with a beautiful blonde, and and I, he said, "So what's it cost?" I said, "Well, I'm not the band leader. Well, get him over here." So John comes over and. Like 15 minutes later, he goes, who is that guy? I said, I have no idea. I never knew his name. I made a fortune for that gig. 600 people at the Ben Franklin Hotel, full strings. But the best part, and you've heard me talk about this, but I think it's worth repeating. Before the gig starts, I'm emptying my car, and I hear cameras. <laughs> it's the FBI taking my picture. Oh, my God. That's great. <laughs> and... Load up inside. We're all standing around, tuxes, the whole bit. And this little guy, like 5'3", muscled up, comes in, the and, he, and, he hands, and he hands Howie the set list. He goes, this is the set list from your host. You are not de to deviate one bit, one iota from the songs in the order they are being played. The host has spent a great deal of time going over this with the mother of the baby. And he also showed Sick. you the Polaroids. The the, the, he showed you the, the Polaroids yeah. of your family tied up. <laughs> this is your family right now. Yeah. If you want to see them later, do yeah. the songs on a list. Thank you. We have set up a bar and a table solely for you to spend time when you're not performing. You are not to talk to anybody. I'll be watching you. I do not want a problem. Oh and last, last, I can ask you guys a favor. You're going to see a lot of tomatoes walking in here in the arms of some of these guys. I didn't say tomatoes. My hand, God. It was, it was, it was Scorsese meets Damon Runyon. It was, it was, 
<laughs> he says uh, he's going to see a lot of tomatoes on the arms of these guys. Do me a personal favor, please. Look askance. <laughs> look askance. Look askance. <laughs> I don't want to be pulling one of those mama lukes off of you because you're looking somewhere you shouldn't be looking. So look askance. <laughs> and sure enough, you should have seen these ladies come in. They were all dancers at Delilah. Delilah. Oh, of course. Oh, my goodness. And they were unbelievable. Silicone and, and satin. The head table. S and S. That's a good song. Silicone and satin. That was the original title for Satin Doll. Silicone and satin. Yeah, it's happening. They got big boobies. Oh, truly. Oh, look askance. That tomato doll. You look askance. Do me a favor, look askance. I'm done. So the bottom line is he apparently was a very well-known connected bookie oh, in the Philadelphia area. Really, really? Oh, interesting. And again, never knew his name, but at the end of the gig, there's an envelope for me with $1,000 bills on top of the 500 that he wanted me to have. Everybody, it was the biggest payday I had during a gig. To this day, I was wondering if you ever had any kids. The, first, the head table was Joey Merlino's mother. Oh, my God. And... With three priests, the cake was the shape of a Bible. It was the size of a football field. It was incredible. Oh, so that's one of my favorite stories. But so, anyway, I digress. Did you know you you were supposed to split that thousand dollars with the rest of the guys in the band? <laughs> Do you know there's a sa there's a sax player that made five dollars that night? No, no. It was it was a five hundred dollar gig. How oh, we did a real good job. Oh, he did a real good job. Sure he did. Man. It was a 500-hour gig for everybody. But, yes, I did split the money up. Okay? All right? All right. That was a good <laughs> okay. story, Rick. And so we're going to move on to our next guest. is Michael Barkan. <laughs> when did you know or when did you know you were going to be a good Sinatra singer? Like, how did you get your... Well, let me correct you. I, I, He's I'm not, not a Sinatra a, singer. Oh, sorry. No. The, the late, the late great Pat Martino told me, "Don't let anybody tell you you're a Sinatra singer. You're you. Don't sing uh -huh. like him. They'll try to say you are you." And so Pat Martino, the great guitarist, says that. Then I'm going to listen. I've been singing Sinatra's music since 1965 when I was wow. five years old. I came from a musical family. My my father sings like Perry Como. To this day, my uncle John was a professional okay. tenor in the Wilmington Opera Company. Awesome. Does, um, does he give you attitude when you say he sings like Perry Como? Uh, <laughs> no, no. He's like Rick. Just look askance. Impossible. <laughs> so you know, going a musical family with my sister who sang Dennis, just like and Gab, just like your sister, my sister's a mezzo soprano, and uh, my younger brother Paul. Gab, who's a year yeah, ahead of you, my, Carol. Yeah, he he, a Carol. He's a musician, so it just came naturally to me. And being at St. Dots, where my uncle was the the uh, lead singer in the choir, but he said, oh, you're an Anthony, you must be able to sing. So uh, it went from there. I'm doing Al Jolson in the in the eighth grade uh, talent show, and uh, went on to went on <laughs> Wait to a minute, eighth grade. <laughs> eighth grade. So, were you St. Like, Dots? Me. Yeah. No, 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 no. My voice was down where it is now. Sunny boy, you're a sunny boy. 
I'm looking out into the audience at the St. Stott's Auditorium to all the parents, and they're looking at me like, oh, my God. Did he drive himself here? What is that guy? Was, yeah. you know, Did you have I was a 13 years old. I was as tall as I am now. Next and, stop, uh, Al Albert's Showcase. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I saw Al Alberts years and years and years ago at Hershey Park. Oh, my God. And I swear to God, after the show, you know, we're, we come out of the seats. We're walking down. I go, you know, we're walking down to go to another part of the park. And my dad goes, oh, my God, there's Al Alberts. I look over. I go, where? And he goes, right there. I didn't even recognize him. Bald, droopy oh, no. uh, shoulders. Yeah. So he puts lifts in his shoes, had shoulder pads, a hairpiece, <laughs> the whole thing. Wait, I didn't what, even recognize him. What was the four aces big hit? Was didn't they one? Three coins oh, and a fountain. Sing it, Rick. No, am I wind up to it? Come on. You know he had to be a little upset. He's like, yeah, now I'm on before picture pages with Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> Time to get your crayons and your pencils. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'd like to pivot. I'd like to pivot a little bit here from your illustrious singing career. And you are, yes. I don't give out compliments easy to you, especially <laughs> because you give them all to yourself. But you're definitely the best guy I've ever heard in, in your genre of yes. music. You yes, definitely absolutely. Are. I mean, well, I, coming you. from you, that means so much. And, and it's only because I all, I admire guys and gals that can do music. Because I understand what it takes to do it. I can't do it like, like you guys do. I just wish I could. To watch Adish or Brian Farr or, or Chico on the bass or Gab you, any, you know, everybody but Tony Santos. To watch you guys... <laughs> To watch you guys make music is just incredible. And I don't think people understand what it takes to do that. No, uh, so many people say, it, do you have a real job? Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's what attracted me really. That's what attracted me to Hoey. His band, as you know, was filled with yeah, tremendous great music. Band. Joe Smith and, I mean, Joe Smith, come on. So, Vic. But when, when Hoey decided he wanted to teach and, that kind of wrapped it up. I needed a place to sing, and you guys were reporting a storm once in a while. Yeah. And uh, so what are you saying is we're second choice? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's no, me. No. Uh, what am I going to do now? <laughs> now you have a you have a great stage personality. Yeah, also, completely. people love you. When Rick comes on stage, it goes from Chico's vibe to Rico's vibe. Rico's That's vibe. right. Yes. <laughs> Almost every single time. And I'll just say, you know, when we're down the, in Wildwood, oh, yeah, I was gonna say in North Wildwood, at that certain establishment down there, that and we, we would call, <laughs> <laughs> we would call Rick up, yeah, you know, and the, you know, of course, there are people there that know who Rick was and what he would do and everything, but then as soon as we would start and he would start to sing, Dang. all of a sudden you would just see heads turn. It's a transformation. Yeah, yeah. and people standing there, and the next thing you know, the whole place is just standing there. Like, sure, I used to get so what jealous. What is going on? Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, and then really we realized we realized he didn't have any pants on. <laughs> like, that my, might be it. My ninety-nine year old cousin 
Keely, and he would always say, is Big Rick going to sing today? I, said, oh, I think that's a 100% possibility right there. Yeah, well, we love that. It's a, it's a perfect thing for us on Sunday for us to do. It was. We're going to miss it. We're going to miss it unless you find a new venue for us. So uh, In North Wild. Come up to Sea Isle, right? No, yeah. no. Do it in Cape May. Please do it in Cape May. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to just switch topics with Rick for a oh, second. I forgot here. that, yeah. Okay. I want to pivot off of singing and bands and music and talk about your baseball career. Yes. All what Catholic. Uh, Cardinal yes. O'Hara. First team all Catholic. What do you want to know? First team. Oh. Well, looking at the clock on the <laughs> wall, we're running out of time. <laughs> all Catholic first baseman. Yes. For Cardinal O'Hara. Cardinal O'Hara High School. We had, uh, I was very lucky to have been a freshman when we won the Catholic League and be part of a team, just like musically, those guys on that team, the seniors on that team, are my heroes to this day. Yeah. My baseball career was diminished when my kneecap was shattered. Oh, oh. Somebody oh. went Tanya Harding on him. <laughs> oh. Wait a minute. Wait Sweep a minute. the leg. Sweep the leg. I have been very lucky, mostly because of my parents. We weren't allowed to sit around and rest. You had to be doing something. Yeah. And either in the school show or academically or or basketball or baseball. And growing up, Dan, and Gab, you know, you unfortunately were on the wrong side of the trash at St. Dennis, but at St. Dots, <laughs> we, we were. And, and, and Parky, Parky was St. Andrews, he knows this. We're at the epicenter of college basketball in Philadelphia. Right. True. And, you're talking and, about St. Joe. Talking about St. Dots. St. Dots. I mean, you're the epicenter of basketball in Philadelphia, St. Dots. Aronimic Swim Club, you could go there on any given night and watch big five basketball players. You could see, I boxed out Billy Cunningham at uh, Aronimic you know Swim what? Club when I was 13 years old. <laughs> you know what, I'm going to argue with you here because I think the Narberth League back in the day was the best. It was. League. The Narberth League. But that was, wrong, a, that wrong, was a league. You had all those wrong guys podcast. from the city coming out. <laughs> Did you guys do laser tag or you guys do that? Laser <laughs> tag or photon? Which one? Sunday nights. Butchie Line. Butchie Line on Sunday nights is at a Ronald Swim Club. Line? Open it up and pick up games. Rick, like, Rick dunked on Howard Porter. I don't know if you knew that, right? Did you talk on Porter? <laughs> no, I didn't. In 1965. Know yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's Ed is out of this kind of. No, now. no, no think, it's cool. I could be a part. Thinks we're talking wait, about wait. kickball. Are we, uh, are Hoth, we done? Hoth, are we done? Hoth is the ice world, and Tatooine's the the <laughs> desert planet. And the, oh my God! Ewoks live on Endor. <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to get your your sports prowess in there, also. You know, a little bit. You know, I gotta tell you, I have enjoyed the vibecast so much. Oh, oh my goodness! I'm Until I'm now, so depressed. I'm so depressed that they'll end after this one. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rick, do you, do you have a favorite song to sing? Yeah. That's a good one. I think it's New York, New York, probably. Oh, oh shut up. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does hate that one. You know what? When Patty, when Patty McGee is there, it's almost like I have to do my way, and, and it makes her feel so good that I feel yeah. good. Yeah. But... Guys, the songs I love to sing, you you don't do. I love the ballads. I'm I love. So uh, happy about that. You know, <laughs> I fall in love too easily. Matt, can we go to commercial? <laughs> I fall in love too fast. <laughs> hey. 
Hey, producer Matt interrupting real quick to remind you that on New Year's Eve, the band will be performing at the Springfield Country Club. Also, if you jump into the description of the episode, you will see the email address where you can contact us with any questions or thoughts on the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on any podcasting app. And now back to the show. I really wish we could do skin under my and, skin. We yeah, can do it. We can do, do it. it. We but, just did it a couple weeks time, ago. Every time I look at Kevin, he goes, "Ah, that chart's not good on that. I don't have." Ah, it's not, I nah, think nah. we're we we've done it a couple times with you, it, you because yeah, yeah. you've even done the Sinatra stick part where uh, oh, well, I was on TV playing. No, setting Parky up on his big trombone solo. Haven't done that in years. Yeah, did it with us this summer. No, we didn't. Shut no, up, no, Gabby. What's your favorite one you do with us? I think it's the way you look tonight because the band is uh, just so freaking great. Oh, and oh, and, that's, and uh, Wailing, the song, as you know, it's it's a typical Nelson Riddle arrangement. Yep. Eases in yep. and then wham! Shout chorus. Yeah. And then you wail, wind up at the end, it's back to calm. I kid about Tony DeSantis, but you know that boy can play. Yeah, he can oh, play yeah. again. Yeah. And, and Sometimes so a little Ray. too much. <laughs> <laughs> but but he, again, listen, listen, again, I don't want to blow sunshine up your dress. Porky, the guy is a math genius actuary by day. Yeah, you're right. Trombone player, and then he could do he could do Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi doesn't even do Bon Jovi yeah. anymore. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I know. It's just Parky. You got you got Ed Mount. You can do Def Leppard. everybody's favorite showman. Oh, thank and you, you. And you got Gabby. Oh, my God. I mean, and then, then you have Dennis. But, but still, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was, was going to comment when you were talking about Tony. Like, yeah, he's a great player, great, great player, but he just doesn't get the love train. He does not he get us understand the love train. He doesn't get the concept. You got to watch him. Still is the best. Do you not get the concept of Love Train Tony? And he just he just looked like like a pet that didn't know what to do. Like yeah. uh, he ruined the whole friggin' Love to- Train. Tony leaves and then Dennis turns to me and goes, Oh, I think I was too harsh. <laughs> uh, yeah. on, on Saturday at the wedding, Dennis comes up to me and goes, What'd you do with Tony? He got in line for the love train. <laughs> it was fear, Dennis. Fear. Parky puts Tony in front of him now. Yes. <laughs> he is Cosmo Kramer. There's no doubt about it. He's Cosmo Kramer. Uh, That's a great yes, analogy. Man. That is. Yeah, but but what a wonderful musician and uh, he is. He's my son really Tom, my guy. son Tom and he go at it all the time too. So uh, oh, that's really? cool. Tony really Tom wanted Brady. that job too. He wanted the gig, man. When we lost, uh, no, he's Nick. he's a great addition. He, yeah, he knows yeah. what he's doing. People say to me, "Oh, you sound great." Nah, the band covered up about thirteen mistakes. You didn't hear. Them. <laughs> yeah, well, that's about my <laughs> average on no, every song. Gonna, you you are great, do, Rick. Man. You you are great. When yeah, you, it's it's yeah. always a pleasure. It's always it, a pleasure. It really is. Yeah. Uh, well, make it more. I'm dying here. I need more work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. So, Rick, any uh, closing thoughts you want to leave us with? You can hang around for the rest of the podcast. I'm going to hang around and audit the rest. You of can the, hang uh, around. We're, you yeah. are welcome to hang around. Absolutely, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Rick Anthony. Yeah, yeah, Rick. Rick Anthony. We need a podcast vote. Do we mute Rick or not? <laughs> no, he could stay. No, he could stay on. He could right. stay. He gets but three strikes. He can't right. say anything. 
So next up is our songs. From Just look the... askance. <laughs> That's about all I know about baseball. There's three strikes in it, right? Can I ask one more question, please? One more question. Go ahead, one question. This is what we were talking about, Gab. (laughs) What? 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 Uh, Oh, yeah. I want to know, as I give you guys suggestions all the time to improve the band, when are you going to put in the theme from Speed Racer for your opening (laughs) song during the summer? We just did it at the wedding on Saturday. You did? Yeah. Here he comes. Here comes the racer. He's a demon on wheels. He's a demon. He's going to be chasing after someone. All right. So maybe we should Maybe Next we on should Channel 48, Star Blazers. <laughs> All right. I'll be quiet now. I'll be quiet. All right. All right go ahead, Bart. <laughs> All right. Our next... Rick, you're probably familiar with this. Each podcast we do a segment. Why called- did you just give him an opening to join the die, join the style? <laughs> it was part of the test. It's part of the test. Oh, okay. yeah. Called stories from the set list. Ah. And you may remember from our last podcast, Ed Mount picked the song more today than yesterday. Oh, right, right. Ah. Dennis, you uh, you often ask our audience uh, who does the song as a trivia question. I, people mostly sometimes. sometimes get it. Sometimes I think they get Stevie right. Wonder, right? Right. But the band is a band called Spiral Staircase. You're right. What I didn't know until I started to do the research, they spell staircase S-T-A-R-E. Oh! Whoa. Oh, Whoa. I didn't know that. Staircase. Oh, wow. Wow. One trivia question I'll ask you guys. What year... Did this song come out? 67. I was going to go 68. Close. 66. 66. 69. Get the F out of here. (laughs) The song peaked at number 12 in 1969 on the Billboard uh, charts. Uh, But it must have been a strong number 12 because for the year, it was uh, number 50 uh, on the... uh, it Top 100 big, songs Top for the 100. Billboard Hot 100 for 1969. Every St. Dennis dance. Wow. I Spiral danced with, with Carol was, uh, Louise Mariano to that song. Uh, I didn't know this till now. If you're listening. Was, was, was an that their grade. only hit? That was their only hit. The yeah. band broke up shortly yeah. after. Oh, it was yeah. actually a band? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, they yeah, didn't the lead use, singer like, wrote the, the song. So uh, I, can't, I didn't write They didn't use there. a wrecking crew or something like that? I don't know. I don't. We didn't delve I don't, that far. I don't know. There's not a lot available online about this song. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I tried. I really did. Right. Because now I got to go to the other material for the Hot 100 in 1969. We have performed the top four songs. Oh, for yeah. uh, 1969. Yes. Big year. You may be able to guess number one for 1969. We hey, do. That's 68, but. Damn it! Oh, how sweet oh, it sugar, is. Sugar, sugar. Sugar, sugar was the oh. number one song. Ah, the Archie. Joe DeBarberry, fav- his number, favorite song. Number two, we've only... <laughs> Wait a minute. Rick, Rick, go ahead, Rick. Rick's making a crop He's having so a seizure. Jump in. Such a yes. dumb song. Suspicious Minds. Oh, no. Uh, no, I no. don't know where that is. Number two, uh, we've done it. We've performed it in public once. Aquarius, let the sun shine. Oh, we yes. did it at the uh, upper yeah, we garden. Did it in upper yes, garden. 
Yeah, by the fifth dimension. If yeah. we ever do a podcast on guilty pleasures, yes. fifth dimension, love Mar- Marilyn McCoo. Oh, yeah, I love it. I like the second part One of the song. I like answer. to let the sun shine. It's a great yeah. song, both parts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From the musical hair. Billy yes. D. Williams comes in and starts. Is that his name? Billy D. Oh, no, that's, that's, that's Billy, the actor. Billy. Marilyn McCoo, Billy Davis Jr. Do you guys yes. want to Davis talk Jr. about Lando Calrissian? Because I could, I could talk about it if you... Uh, oh, sorry, I got, I got excited. Got, sorry. Hey, Colt huh? 40, Great song. Colt 45. From hair. Yeah, yeah from Correct. hair. Right. All right, next. <laughs> what the hell? I'm sorry. There's a lot of sports He's tonight. There's a lot He's, of sports. He's number, on a Billy Number D three Williams for 1969. Kid. I thought this was earlier. Can't get next to you. Uh, I thought that would probably been around 67 or 60. Temptations or four tops. That's the temps. That's yeah, the temps. temps. Yeah. Okay. And number four is honky tonk women. No. Wow. It's that's below all those. That's huh? all I wrote down. That's got that infamous cowbell. Marky nails that cowbell. Nails it. Oh, man. Nails it. But that, that's kind of all I got on the spiral staircase. Um, they like they broke up shortly after they get together periodically to do you know reunion tours and make make money but yeah. uh, that's one of those ones where i see people singing the chorus like yes. they, they don't know the All verses the or anything but, right. and then uh, they get to that i love you and you just see them you yes. know belt it out yeah but i, I mm. mean you guys have any thoughts about memorable moments thoughts about the song well that song was a holdover from Howie. oh jeez it, it was it was on our on the Chico's vibe, original twenty yeah. songs that we learned or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. and we did it with John. Gabby sang it in Howie also. Yes. Yeah. And we just brought it right in. You know. I do remember when, when you guys left, we continued to do it in Howie. And Karen said sang the verses, but I had to sing the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> oh Are you kidding me, really? To do the high part. Yes. Yeah, oh. so. Just out of the cold. Jeez. You had to come right out of the gate. Yeah. Oh, man. So you know my pain. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a fun song to play. Fun horn yeah. chart too. Nah, everybody loves it. Yeah. yeah, everybody loves it. The yeah. crowd goes uh, not. They don't go bananas. But no, people come out to the dance floor. Yeah, yeah. they they. It's they, a good. Uh, they like song the to bring people out if we have to do that. Right? Yes. Yeah. We know how to do that. We do. Chico knows how to do yeah, it. We know. Of course, I had to change the key, a little bit. It's in G originally, right? Yeah, it was oh, originally oh. done in in concert G. Okay. So it's for all you there. musicians out there. Yeah. Concert G. <laughs> but and a, I dropped it down to E. I don't know what that it just means. Just made folks. it easier Concert to sing <laughs> sing the chorus. I didn't even know that. All right, let's yeah. get Ed into this. Yes, you picked he's the song the one Ed. that picked the song. Why'd you pick it? Oh, I, <laughs> why why did you leave us hanging like this? <laughs> well, I got the cloud city. <laughs> <laughs> no, I when I like making set lists. Uh, I will admit that uh, I, because I, I, I always like my favorite part about Ed Mount set list is the little <laughs> inspirational notes that you put in there. <laughs> Time and, to dance and the eight point font. Yeah, I love that as well. <laughs> so that when we go to do the next song, I'm looking down at the floor. I can't see right. it. Yeah, you put yours on the floor, man. <laughs> what are we doing? And then Brian Farr counts it off. And I'm like, oh, I'm So go ahead, Ed. No, no I was saying like when when. Uh, also like making i made mixtapes a lot when i was in high school and you know dating somebody and you try to find songs that dovetail into each and other this, this and then to... keep it keep keep the dance floor going and that's one of those ones that just it 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 automatically dance floor packing packer Agreed. automatically i think tim burton should use it in a movie but our version Oh, definitely. Maybe you can and tell have Derek. Us, we could be stop motion characters doing the song. 
you know, before we get off the stories from the set list, we got we got to pick our next yes. song for the next podcast. Yeah. Ah, and I'm thinking I'm picking. You're ah, picking. It, fuck. All right. What? And it just seems <laughs> it seems logical after our discussion today, and it might lead to who our next special guest might be. I want to go with Love Train. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good one, John. Good one. <laughs> Plenty of stories, for, yes. I think, for, for that. But Many. I'm, I'm guessing Tony's our next. Uh, that seems, <laughs> seems likely. The episode should just be called, Do You Understand the Concept <laughs> of Love Train? Name that the episode. It's going to be the name of it. <laughs> Do you right. understand the concept of Love Train? <laughs> so normally we wrap up the podcast by you know, talking about songs that we like that we would like to do as a as a band you know things that popped to mind over the course of the the month but for this month i thought i'd do a little variation christmas songs that you like that you would like us to play but you you know maybe we never will so, songs that you like that we don't play christmas songs that you oh, think would be no. good to play oh. Oh wow! Like what? Don't I've play. always liked Mela Kaliki Maka. Mela I love Kaliki. that. Uh, there we go. Uh, love it. Love it. Love and, it. And the Mela big, the big version. And I'm singing it, not Gabby. <laughs> All the Bing Crosby, baby. I bet Rick Anthony sings Mela Kaliki Maka. <laughs> Let me hear it, Rick. That's the island greeting that we bring to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright. The stars to shine by day and all the stars at night. Delicately mocked is the wise way to say Merry Christmas to you. Terry Higgins will love that. If we do that, and then the horn section goes. Oh, the Every time I hear that, all I think of is Chevy Chase looking out in a swimming pool <laughs> at Cousin Eddie on the diving board. <laughs> That's the song playing in the background, right? I think. The shitter's full. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, a song I like to do that Gabby and I actually wrote at the Normandy one night. It's called right. uh, um, Christmas in Ireland. Oh, there's no place like, like Ireland, Ireland for Christmas. That's right. I forgot do that about one. that. That's good. Cool. Hey, you guys made that up? Oh, we yeah. did. Uh, we wrote hey, that. wait! What are you guys doing? Uh, yes, the Festival of when the Lights. Is it? Not exactly. It's on December twelfth, but we're yeah. not exactly sure where it's going to be yet. Uh, Stu Sully would be like, like to do it at his bar if he could swing it. Uh, he's a little concerned about so many people coming in. Yeah, and still the COVID sense. factor and that whole thing. Uh, if it's not there, it's going to be at Sam's. Oh, you know okay, what cool. You should, he should just have have him pour uh, Pfizer all over the counter and just have everybody. <laughs> Like just pour the vaccine all over the bar, and then when people come in, they slip, they fall, but they're vaccinated. Yeah. Put needles all over the place. I mean, like one of the Ghostbusters with the backpack. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't cross the streams. But party. anyway, I love Stu so much, and I, you know, I'm le we're leaving it up to him. Whatever he wants to do is fine by me, and we'll do it there or we'll do it at Sam's. Rick, didn't Sinatra write a Christmas song? He did. He wrote uh, words to the Christmas waltz. Oh, that's not what I was thinking. Uh, I forget what Rick said, but yes, the song, <laughs> the Sinatra song I would love to do is his version of Jingle Bell. I love the J I N G L E bells. We're putting it in Bum. this year. Yes, and I'm singing it even if Rick's there. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Jingle Bells, there's I don't know who did it originally, but I know Barry Manilow did a remake of it. Uh. 
Um, it's an up tempo. I ring but I the bells who, that make what? the whole world no. sing. <laughs> No, no, no! It's those a, Christmas it's bells that go jingling. <laughs> no, I forget not. who did it originally. What? Somebody yeah. did it originally, but it's a it's an up tempo version of Jingle Bells. Oh, that'd be cool! And Barry Manilow did it. I've yeah, well, never heard yeah. that. No, we're doing we, Sinatra version. You know, what? here's a song. It came out in the '80s, and I I don't understand why it's not played every year. It's a uh, Billy Squire. Christmas. Oh at yeah, the time I like that song. I love you. Yeah, that's a good one. You know what song I hate? Uh, there's plenty of them. Uh, yeah. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Nice horns in it. I forget who does it. The the waitresses. Yeah, I hear that. Nice cute ending. What's the song? Oh by gosh, by golly! It's time for I thought Sinatra wrote that one. Mistletoe and Holly. What's the other one? The sun is red like a pumpkin head. That's a marshmallow a world. One, right? It's a marshmallow yeah. world. Yeah. Of course, I, I, I'm always partial to uh, I'm Mr. Heat Miser. Ah, I'm Mr. So Sun. Awesome. I'm Mr. Heat Blister. I'm Mr. 101. You know, my favorite song that we do. Well, I love Happy Christmas. That's not the cabbage just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. Happy Christmas. I, the oh, John yeah. Lennon song. Yes. It's my favorite Christmas song. Right. But the one that I like that the whole band does with the horns is the, the Lou Rawls version. Yeah. Have yourself. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. That's good. I not, love the way we not, do not that. Not to get it. You ever hear the original Judy Garland version? Yeah. Because the well, the lyrics are like sad. Yes. Yeah. I mean, because it, it was I guess during World War Two and yeah, yeah, they. they Changed them later, and I love Judy too. Yeah. May I, may I suggest the song? So, Gabby, um, I was <laughs> talking <laughs> the Perry Como version of "There's No Place Like Home for the Holiday." Oh, there's Wait, no do it. place like home for the holiday. Well, that's it's very slow in the beginning. Slow for no matter how long oh you do, you want to hear? Do you want to hear our ending? And it goes for holidays, for those holidays, for the holidays. You can't be home, sweet home. That's our version. <laughs> <laughs> I met a man who came oh, from yeah. Tennessee. I'm getting a little drunk it's now, so I'm ready to sing. Jingle, <laughs> jingle, jingle, jingle. You will hear my sleigh bells ring. I am old Chris Kringle. I'm the king of jingling. Oh, my God. Come on. Hey, Matt was singing it with me. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. I want to be a dentist. We do a reggae version of Rudolph. I'm waiting for to break into the Tim Burton one. Herbie doesn't want to make toys. Herbie doesn't like make toys. Herbie doesn't like make toys. Hey, everybody. You guys are blowing it. They're lives. That's more than I see. Wait, what? Silver He did a version. I don't. So what we want? Like the the we want the crowd to fall asleep when we're playing. We want them to say, "Not Well, then there's Pearl lives. Have a holly, jolly. Yeah, you gotta keep it up. Come on. That's why you don't. Right set list, Rick. 
Well, I love the way he sings because he almost doesn't finish the word. Have a holly jolly Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to it. He hardly says this. Christmas. <laughs> I'm so cool. I don't have to finish the song. <laughs> All right. Next. All right. Favorite Christmas movie, Dennis. My favorite Christmas <laughs> yes. movie is the one with Darren McGavin. What is it? The Christmas Story. The Night Stalker. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Night Stalker is great. Yeah, with a little kid that gets yeah, his tongue Christmas stuck story. on. It's called a Christmas. Story. Oh, a Christmas. Yeah. Story. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. And Charlie Brown's Christmas. They're my two favorites. Albert yeah. Finney and Scrooge. Ooh, it's wow. my favorite. You're not a Bill Murray Scrooge. Well, I like well, I it. Love Bill Murray I love, Scrooge. I love the Albert Finney one, and he was like 31 when he played the role too. Like he's, <laughs> he, he looks like an old man. I saw that in theaters. He's always yeah. looked like an old man. Yeah. <laughs> but the songs are great too. He's this, great. Albert that's Finney. Leslie Brisk and uh, Brisky or Brisky Brisket. or Brisket. I always like Christmas Vacation when that comes ah, on. That you is know, so good. <laughs> love that. And then uh, the animated one I love is Polar Express. Oh, wow. when that comes that's on, it really kind of. Yeah, puts me in the mood for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a tradition. I mean, I, I love it's a wonderful life. D- and I have to say that Jimmy Stewart, wonderful yeah, life. And I have to say Die Hard because I, uh, you know, oh, yippee ki yay! I'm not going to mention Miracle on 34th Street with like the old guy yeah. Edmund O'Brien or whatever yeah, his name. Uh, you're all wrong. It's Holiday Inn is the best Christmas. Come on. How about uh, well, White that Christmas? Danny, K? Oh, Danny Kaye's the one. That's why. Well, Christmas. follow the old man wherever he wants to go. Wherever <laughs> he wants to go. <laughs> you got to keep him distracted Wait, while we're on television because you can't there, see it. That's was there a, a movie, The Bells of St. Mary? Or was oh, that, that's a great one. Yeah. Big Crosby. Big Crosby. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that where he. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that where? <laughs> you know what the best song from the movie White Christmas is, and it's not White Christmas. It's sisters, sisters. There were never more devoted sisters. It's Rosemary oh, Clooney, Clooney, who she could right. sing, man, in her day, and, and who I, I, Mitzi Gaynor, maybe. Is- when I'm tired and I can't sleep, just turn around and smell my, my feet. Instead <laughs> of sheep, and I fall asleep counting my blessings. I love that song. That's yeah, beautiful. Oh. We should sing a tune. We should for our Christmas lessons. What should we sing? 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 You should look us. $10 on Thanksgiving night. $100 on New Year's. Oh, trip to fans. Oh, trip to fans. Falling asleep with trip to fans. I'm just saying. Thanks, everyone, for all right, wait, wait. Here's our song. <laughs> I thought okay? he was gonna you go. guys sing harmonies and all that shit. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Rick, Comet, and Cupid, and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall Sinatra Claus? <laughs> the most famous reindeer of all. Baseline. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Come on. Reindeer. 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 Re
Don't, and don't if you ever saw it, saw it, you would even say it don't like a light bulb. All of the other reindeer were assholes. You should have called him names. Poor Rudolph, Rudolph, joining any reindeer game with Sweet Now. I then one foggy Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, baby. Santa came to say, Rudolph, with your your nose so bright I want you guide my sleigh And how the reindeer loved him Loved him And they shouted out with glee Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer You'll go down in history Merry Christmas, everyone. God bless us. Hey, but the cheeky boo boo bobble bobble cabas.